With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's going on? Thank you so much. Pay like a million dollars. Shout out TMZ, are you up? Let me check out that ring. TMZ stands for the Mayweather Zone. How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. I love my TMZ family. My sports Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my guy, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, we are just hours away. The NFL playoffs finally yes. are here. I cannot wait. One of the first games going down on Saturday, of course, and really one of the most exciting games. Let's hope you've got Peacock, because otherwise you can't watch it. But the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Miami Dolphins, Mojo. We have a bunch to talk about here. We're going to touch on everything from the weather to Taylor Swift to even Brett Favre, Mojo. Let's <laughs> talk about that weather first, because this game is going to be one of the coldest games in sports history, Mojo, in NFL history, obviously game going down in Kansas City at Arrowhead. Mojo, the temperature, the forecast is calling for something like zero degrees. But when you factor in the wind chill, Mojo, they say this game could be played at something like negative 30 below. I cannot even imagine cold like that. It actually harkens me back as a Giants fan to 2007 when the Giants beat the Packers at Lambeau. Brett Favre's last game, as a matter of fact, with the Packers. We'll talk about Brett in a second. Mojo, that weather had an incredible effect on that game. And, and I'll say this. This is the exact opposite weather that the Miami Dolphins would want. I cannot see any way as explosive as that offense is. I cannot see the Dolphins winning this game in that kind of weather. It's the exact opposite of what they would want. Anyway, Mojo, we'll talk about the game here now. Tyreek Hill, of course, one of the storylines, is coming home to face his old teammates and and his old buddies, right? Tyreek Hill, of course, won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. Now he is doing his thing with Tua and the Dolphins. Well, are the guys still tight with each other? That's sort of the question that Tyreek Hill was asked this week. You know, are you still talking to Pat and to Travis Tyreek Hill, not for a lack of trying, take a look. I haven't texted Mahomes since they beat our ass. Um, and uh, I text Kelsey. He still ha- hasn't texted me back. He's probably still on his Taylor Swift thing. But, um, yeah, man, those guys are too famous for me now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's kidding or not. but. Uh, yeah, he's, he's kidding. This is how you give your friends an old-fashioned ribbon, giving them a hard time, busting their cojones. I mean, this is it. You better believe any close friend to Travis Kelsey has just been eviscerating him <laughs> with jokes all season uh, about Taylor Swift. Probably more questions than jokes, actually. I'm sure all the, all the fellas want to know what's really going on, so... There's that Tyreek wouldn't have either even bothered saying something like this unless he was trying to poke a little lighthearted fun. Mahomes an afterthought in this conversation, huh? I mean, it was all about that Travis Kelsey. So the tables have turned here, but we're talking about Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, even yeah. Tua. Brother, you said it. None of these guys are going to be the game changer this week. 
It is going to be the weather, baby. Mother yeah. nature is going to be the game changer. Babcock, I live in Orlando in Florida. It is 78 degrees today in right. January. I saw people wearing jackets and sweatpants outside because it was so cold for us here. I know this firsthand because people includes myself, and that's how I dressed this morning to walk the dog. Uh, Miami might even be worse, dude. Right. There's a reason why the Dolphins start out and dominate a season, and they always hit the wall in a huge way. It was a big yeah. talking point on Hard Knocks, actually. This weather, they aren't going to know how to handle it. I mean, game's over before it started. Yeah, and, and Mojo, and tell me if I'm wrong. I mean, you know, look, football hurts, but it hurts more in the cold. It's tough oh. to be fast, tough to catch the ball, right? I mean, there's so many factors that play against what I think the, what the Dolphins want to do. But, oh, look. Who knows? Crazier things have happened. Just me personally, I, I don't see the Dolphins winning this game. And it really goes to show you not to look back too much, but you look at the Week 18 game and the Dolphins and the Bills and how the Dolphins could have obviously here had a home playoff game and, and the difference that that might have possibly made. Now, okay, fine, weather aside, let's be honest. The Chiefs have not been the Chiefs of old this season. They, they have struggled. The offense has been far less explosive than it had been in the past, especially when they had uh, a player like Tyreek Hill. And a lot of people, Mojo, have actually blamed Taylor Swift for this. You know, the Taylor Swift effect. Is Travis, is the team distracted because Taylor Swift's always around? Everyone's always asking about Taylor Swift, the biggest star in the world right now. Is she a distraction? Mojo, we had a conversation with the aforementioned Brett Favre, the Hall of Famer, we asked him, we asked Brett, hey, you know, you know football as well as anybody, better than anybody. Do you actually think that Taylor Swift has had a negative effect on this football team? Here's Brett. I think it'll be a distraction if they don't make it to the Super Bowl. You know, it's one of those things. It's not for me to say, I, you know, but if they don't win it or get to the Super Bowl, people are going to say, that's why. Until you unseat the reigning champs, regardless of how they're winning, they won their division. You know, they maybe they're not the the home field advantage throughout team, but you still got to beat them. Well, so they might say it, but I, I mean, I don't buy any of that. Do you buy that? I, I feel the same way as you, Babcock. Yeah. I think that unless the Chiefs blow out whoever they're playing in the Super Bowl, everyone's going to say that Taylor Swift w was a distraction. Right. Uh, and I think it holds no water whatsoever. And I would actually argue the contrary, Babcock. I would say if you're a Chiefs player, you know the situation. You see Taylor Swift around at all the games. Every time you win, they want to say it's her. Every time yeah. you lose, they want to say it's her. <laughs> As a player, that would irritate and frustrate me. I'd, I'd be more determined to go out there and do what needed to be done. I'd play with an even bigger chip on my shoulder. I would think that would make the team play even better if you're asking me, but I agree with Brett. It doesn't matter what they do. People are always going right. to say that. If they lose the Super Bowl and make it all that way, people are going to blame it on her and, and, and Travis not being able to adjust. I think it's crap. Yeah, Mojo, I just came up with an idea. You know how sometimes in the cold football players, the linemen a lot of times will, will wear no sleeves. I think Taylor Swift should not sit in a luxury box. Don't sit in a suite on Saturday. You sit out there in the 30 below, Taylor. You show you're a real Chiefs fan. You're a true That's Chiefs right. fan. You pump the whole team up, and they whoop the Dolphins' ass. That won't happen, though. But see you in the luxury. Hey, Bob Gav, I'm just going to say, man, she does eight-hour shows, dude. She's got stamina. You're right. I think she could handle it. 
Coming up, Super Bowl winning Patriots running back Corey Dillon joins us to finally put the narrative to rest. Who was the real secret to all of New England's success? Find out when the four-time Pro Bowl running back joins us next on TMZ Sports. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to TMC Sports. Mike Babcock here. Uh, man, still the sports world's talking about Bill Belichick, who uh, on Thursday, after 24 years with the New England Patriots, is done. And we are joined by one of the best players to ever play for Coach Belichick. This guy right here won a Super Bowl with the Patriots, four-time Pro Bowler, my guy, Corey Dillon. Corey, how are you, man? Okay, and what were you thinking, Corey, when you heard when you heard the news this week? What are you thinking? Is Bill Dunn in Foxborough? Uh, I'm doing good, man. And, and the news the news is kind of you know breathtaking, man. I, I never in a million years thought you know what this would be it for him. So, man, it's 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 a sobering moment today. So, one of the greatest coaches to ever coach the game, and just to be part of that organization and being coached by one of the GOAT, man, it, it puts a lot of things in perspective today. What, in your mind, is spending the years that you did with Bill, what what makes him the best? Why was he the best coach? Why did he make uh, – why did he win uh, six Super Bowls? Why did he play in nine as a head coach? What made him so special? Man, the dude's a genius, man. He's smart, man. And and I think, I think the players – gravitated to him just being genuine with everybody, man. He treated everybody the same. And I think that's what what most players is seeking. Like, you know what? He's stern with his words. He's disciplined. He's going to put you in the best position to win. And that makes a player's job easier. All you got to do is go out there and execute the X's and O's, man. That That's that's pretty, pretty simple, man. And you know what? As long as you're doing your job, Man, he's flexible with you, man. He's going to let you be. And the thing I, I respect about him the most, man, coming from over from Cincinnati, man, he let me be myself. He didn't want he didn't want a different version of me. Not at all. He just wanted me to go out there and play the ball like I like I knew how to play, man. And and he accepted me with all my flaws. So that's one thing I'll never forget. Not only him, but Scott Pioli, Mr. Kraft, and ultimately my teammates, man. So that time down there, I know it was short, three years, but it was it was special. People talk about, you know, hey, he hadn't had a whole bunch of success since Tom won. I guess that means he didn't won the Super Bowl since Tom uh, left. And people will use that to say, right. hey, this is why the success was mostly Tom and it wasn't it wasn't Bill. 
why is that wrong? Why is that not true? Well, let me let me let me let me break this narrative, man. You know, us as former players, we sit back, man, and we hear we hear that saying, was it was it Brady or was it Bill? Man, let me set the narrative straight, man. It was all of us, man. We all made that thing work. I couldn't get it done without Tom Brady. Tom Brady couldn't get it done without Bill. Bill couldn't get it done without us. Crab yep. couldn't get it done without everybody. So we all had our part in time in that organization, help build a dynasty and win championships, man. And there's there's not one man down there greater than other to me. So we all we all had our part in in accomplishing something outstanding, man. We need to we need to cherish those memories. There's not one guy I could I, I could put a finger on and said, "Oh, he, he did it all." That's that's not the truth. Absolutely. You know, people, I think most people believe Bill is not done, especially because that all-time win record is so within his grasp. Is he still able to go and coach at the absolute highest of levels? Has the game passed him by in any way, or is Bill Belichick still able to lead a team to a Super Bowl? I think think he's still got a lot left in the tank. So it just depends on the right situation with him. and I'm pretty sure he'll, he'll explore all his options, man, and align with the, the right situation that fits him. Um, do I think he's done? Not at all. There it is. Corey, my brother, thank you so much. Uh, I will talk to you soon. It was great to catch up, man. Hey, man, thanks for having me on. Hey, get at me anytime I get on here and, and speak some, some facts. I am going to take you up on that. Thank you, Corey. All right, no problem. Mojo, the Detroit Lions are hosting a home playoff game this weekend for the first time in 30 years. Oh. Yeah, I mean, look, if you want to talk about teams, franchises that have been bad, bad for decades, it, it might be the Lions leading that list. But under Dan Campbell, no more. Yeah, big time playoff game against the Rams. Of course, the Rams, another team nobody thought was going to be in the playoffs this season. But here we are, Mojo. Now, this game, aside from it just being an interesting game, isn't another homecoming, much like Tyreek Hill, who was going back to Kansas City. Matt Stafford, the former number one overall pick, who a few years back was traded from Detroit to the Rams. We know uh, this is a trade that has really worked out for both teams uh, because Goff playing great in Detroit. Stafford actually won a Super Bowl in L.A. Anyway, Matt Stafford leading his Rams team back into Detroit. Mojo, there is a, a group of fans who are calling for a jersey boycott. They do not want to see that number nine Stafford jersey on anybody in that arena in the Motor City this weekend, Mojo. It's not that they don't like Stafford, but hey, look, first time 30 years, we need to win this game and we're not going to support the opponent. Well, Mojo, Kelly Stafford, of course, Matt Stafford's wife got wind of this. She's not happy with this. Here's what Kelly said on social media. Well, this is sad because it's the completely opposite of how we feel about this city. But Matthew has always been the bigger person and will continue to be that, praying for an incredible game with zero injuries, and she puts a heart emoji. Well, Mojo, we had an opportunity to talk to the greatest Lions teammate, maybe the greatest teammate, but the greatest Lions teammate that Matt Stafford has ever played with, Calvin Johnson, the Hall of Famer, and we asked him about the Jersey Band. 
I'm sure there's going to be Stafford jerseys in, in the stadium. You know, you can't stop that. I mean, Stafford report is hard out here. Um, so I'm sure that that would be there. I'm sure there would be people booing Matthew just because he went to uh, to the other team. And, you know, you know Kelly going to have something to say about anything. So, <laughs> but, um, no, I think, you know, it's not wrong. I, you know, for the home team, like, hey, like, we're not supporting it. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, the guy that's been over a decade here, you know, it's, it's kind of hard not to uh, have some love for him. Babcock, there's always going to be one. I'll tell you a story. My rookie year when I was playing for the Green Bay Packers, it was the first year that Aaron Rodgers took over for Brett Favre Hmm. as the quarterback. And in training camp, I think it was the opening day of training camp, some guy showed up in the stands wearing a Brett Favre Minnesota (laughs) Vikings jersey. And the place went nuts (laughs) nuts <laughs> and he clearly wore it on purpose he did it for the attention my point being there is always one and now that this is a thing now that a ban has been called for there are going to be people that absolutely do this on purpose um speaking of the ban i don't know why this was needed it seems so pointless to me yeah. matt stafford did not leave on bad terms in I fact know. he was traded away they shipped him off even right. if he wanted to stay they didn't keep him they got rid of him right. so if anyone should be upset here it should be matthew stafford Agreed. so calling for this ban it just doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever i can understand him and his wife maybe being a little upset Maybe that's going to fire him up to play a little better, and maybe that works against the Detroit Lions here. Yeah, yeah, could not agree more. And look, I think at the end of the day, it's not that the city hates Matt Stafford. It's just that they have waited a really long time for this football game, and as much as they probably like Matt, I think they want to make sure that their team goes out there and gets a win against the Rams. So uh, it's going to be a good game. I I cannot wait. I'm really looking forward to it, and see what happens. All right, Mojo, we are just about out of time. I'm so excited for this weekend, though. I, it, for me, I think that wild card weekend and division round is the absolute best. It's wall-to-wall NFL action, a bunch of good teams. Uh, we're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about, Mojo, on Monday. Every show we do is great, as you tell everybody every day. But Monday is going to be really, really, really great. Absolutely, Babcock, after the wild card round with so much to talk about. Monday will absolutely be the best show since today.